truck, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't want... Hi, everyone. Welcome to the very first live from the 815 podcast featuring two 815 residents. The 815 is Rockford, Illinois. That's our hometown. I'm speaking in a plural sense because there's me, Colton St. Vincent, and my co-host right here. Jake LaRue, I'm here with you, and that rhymed accidentally. We are big rhyme guys. <laughs> um, it's, it's so we decided to call this Live from the 815 um, because that was always going to be the title of my mixtape whenever I dropped one. Um, due to me having no musical talent, I have yet to drop a mixtape, so we decided to give... Give the name over to the podcast. Yeah, it's it's a good name, even though one day when we're huge and people don't even recognize what the 815 is, we may have to change our name and forget everyone we've ever met from the 815. Yeah, all the uh, little people. If we ever get famous, I am immediately forgetting everyone up in t- I've met up until that point. And then, especially what is really going to be nice to work out is, um, besides this podcast, I'm pretty much going to be doing the rest from Skype in Milwaukee, <laughs> which is a different area code. Not the 815, but at least 50% of it will be located yes. in the 815. We'll have at least two feet on the ground in Rockford most of the time, maybe. <laughs> Until um, we get big. We are planning on making this the hardest-hitting sports podcast this world has ever seen. Um, I doubt it'll ever become that. So Yeah, we don't have actually any like breaking news or sources, no. but we have opinions, and sometimes people like to hear... Other people's opinions. Most of my opinions usually are wrong. Um, uh, I'm, I, a lot of what I say does not come true. So if you want um, hard-hitting news like that, here's the place to sign up. We're giving ourselves glowing reviews to start. Maybe <laughs> you we should get into the sports. <laughs> if you set the bar really low, they will... Um, nobody's really Nowhere to go much. but up. Yeah. Nowhere Ooh. to go but up. We're already in the basement, physically and metaphorically. Yes, we are in my basement. Live. In the 815. Um, so, first topic that we are going to talk about is the state of, of uh, Chicago baseball. Me, um, I am a Cubs fan, and Jake here is a White Sox fan. Yes, I will be your resident White Sox truther. And um, the two franchises are in a very different state. Uh, the Cubs just got done with their rebuild, as most people know, but if not, you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> coming off the World Series win last year was... The greatest month of my life, and probably one of the worst months of Jake's life. Oh, it was terrible. I had fun rooting for them to lose in every series up through the playoffs, and man, was my heart broken every series. Man, you said it, huh? (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) It was awesome. It was a roller coaster. The Cubs this year um, have gotten definitely off to a worse start than last year. Significantly. Last year you were... We were cruising. Obviously, the best team in baseball. And um, nobody could really argue that until there there was no argument through the whole season. You guys had very little adversity. <laughs> yeah, well, everything went right. It was awesome. It was so cool. <laughs> uh, this year we um, we've been around 500 ball. Currently, uh, as you are listening to this, they are three games above 500. Three games over. Um, also, Jake is probably going to be our stat guy. Yes, I love stats, but <laughs> let me just point out that the Cubs are, yes, they're in first place in probably the worst division in baseball, the NL Central. Actually, I'm pretty sure it is, it is the worst division the in baseball. The only one that would rival it is the AL Central because the Minnesota Twins are in first in that division. But if oh. the Cubs were in, oh. let's just run down all the baseball divisions and where the Cubs would be 
if with their record in that division. In the NL West, they'd be in fourth place. Hell yeah. And seven games out of first. In the NL East, they'd also be seven games out of first. AL West, they'd be 12 games behind the Astros. Um, <laughs> in the AL Central, they're a half game behind the Minnesota Twinkies. Yeah, eat, and they are two games behind the Yankees. So if the Cubs happen to be in the in a division with, say, Houston, Washington, Colorado, one of these teams. What a division. <laughs> yes. Travel expenses are <laughs> wow, the roof. That is a terrible division to make. But I think the Cubs fans would be a lot more worried than they are right now. I mean, yeah, I'm not worried at all. It's, it's pretty nice. There are people, there are definitely fans, Cubs fans that were worried, but winning five yeah, in a row recently, relax. winning five in a row recently, um, you know, dispels some of those worries. All we, like, all we need to do is just get hot at the right time and maybe pick up a pitcher. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, as I, when I said I'm the resident White Sox fan, I realize that I'm going to have to be the resident Cubs hater because Colton loves the Cubs so much. I do. And I would like to point out that you guys are not going to make a move for a hitter. Um, That's fine. Theo Epstein's come out and said that. Yes, that is, you know, I wouldn't expect them to because they have, every position is filled with someone who should be starting. But if no one's hitting. Chris Bryant is hitting. No one else is hitting. Your second highest OPS is from Anthony Rizzo, who's he, he's having a good year. But he's also hitting two thirty six. So John Jay is a good pinch hitter. How about that for a yeah. point? Hey, there you go. See you in October. Your third bet highest OPS is Javier Baez at seven ninety nine. Mm. You know, I don't think you want your third best hitter to be Javier Baez. Uh, well, people bought his his jersey a lot last year during the playoffs. So Mark <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Javier Baez. He's very exciting. Best tag in baseball. People forget that. That's not untrue, but you know. He's also not going to – you don't want your second baseman fielding expert to be <laughs> so, your third best hitter. I'm looking at our, our notes that you sent me, and you, yeah. you misspelled Baez. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm the White Sox guy. I thought, just, how many times do I have to reiterate? Just one more reason to, to tune in <laughs> for our We awesome don't have spelling. to give away the secrets in the notes. These are just notes. If there's one thing that I want to keep our fans, it's in the loop. All right? We're all a family. Yeah, well – the reason I'm doing a podcast is because my writing is so filled with grammatical and spelling mm. errors that people can't tell well, that, I'm, nerds. that I'm speaking wrong. Yeah, how about that? Nice um, grammar. Just a quick comparison of the two Chicago teams. Uh, the White Sox have four guys that would be your third highest OPS, and those names include Lori Garcia. The one and only. Yomer Sanchez. Stacked. Jose Abreu and Matt Davidson. Ooh. Well, I didn't know that you were going to read off the, the Murderer's Row 2.0. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when guys like Lori Garcia and Yolmer Sanchez, I almost said Lori Sanchez and Yolmer Garcia. That's how... I, I wouldn't have even known unrec- if I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been all over the Lori train this year. He's killing it with, in the outfield with Avi. And I love when we have the Garthria outfield. Avi Sal Garcia, Lori Garcia, and Willie Garcia. I heard the other day that Hawk called the trade for Avi the greatest trade in White Sox history. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, Hawk is really losing it. We, we're we're winding down in his career. He's retiring after next season. Yeah. He's only twenty more games. 20, twenty more games we got to endure, but I'll after, miss him after when he's this gone. Year, after this year, yeah, I'll miss him when he's gone. Do you like uh, Steve Stone and oh, that yeah. other guy? Jason Benetti is is the man. He is you, smarter. He's the smartest him? man in the room. I love him. He's and he does a lot of high profile things for ESPN, and I think we're lucky to have him. Mm. He's really smart. And I heard he sucks. Ah, uh, well, I heard I he makes really dumb jokes. 
Oh, he, he's a nerd. He's the biggest baseball nerd. I hate nerds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Screw nerds. <laughs> but, no, he's a really good guy, and I like him a lot. Stoney is who I'm a little worried about. He's getting up there in age, too. But well, he, everyone loves Stoney. Hopefully Stoney's. he becomes like crazy like Hawk did. I mean, Hawk was always pretty nuts. Hopefully did not. Did you know that Hawk almost fought Sonny Liston at Fenway Park? Really? <laughs> like a boxing match? <laughs> that's... That's a great story. Yeah, because I was he was surprised. Gonna, he was going to be trained. Hawk was going to be trained by Rocky Marciano, and then Rocky died. This is a real wow. story. Wow. <laughs> the Hawks lived a crazy life. Hawk <laughs> yeah, he's also, did you know he's the worst GM in like the history I of baseball? I did know that. He's really, yeah. really, really fucking bad. Yeah. Like up there with like Mike Ditka. As Ditka traded the entire drive for Ricky Williams and then proceeded to put on a Rasta hat with dreads in it and smoke a cigar because they had no picks left so he could enjoy his fat Cuban cigar while he ruined the franchise for years to come. You know, I always have the days I wake up and I just really don't want to do anything. He, he had one of those days, but it was actually draft day. So. <laughs> he just wanted to smoke that stogie. Um, well, <laughs> let's get back into the Cubs and Sox, though. We got a little off topic talking about Rocky and... See that well. This is this is what the fans pay for right here. Yeah. Well, it's for free podcast actually. Cool. Sure. <laughs> um, if you hear that so, barking, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. That is the third and fourth members of our podcast. Yes, Martha and George Washington, the St. Bernards. They, you know, they're, they're puppies. They don't they don't know what they're doing. They're they're not professional. Yeah. Um. So you say you're not worried about the Cubs, but I assume you want them to add a starter, right? Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, you who are you gonna trust Arietta and Hendricks and Lester? Lester's the one guy I would definitely in the play when playoffs I come trust, around. I definitely trust Lester and I definitely trust Hendricks. And then Arietta has been so inconsistent that I get nervous. I don't see him making it out of the fifth inning in the playoff game. You know, he just know. seems to always give up a rack up his pitch numbers in the first few innings. Yeah, he always gives up home runs in, in the first three innings and. Yeah, but Lackey, and who's your fifth starter at this point? You've tried, um, Brett Anderson has like an eight ERA, so he, it's not him. Brett, he's, he's on the on the DL too. Yeah. We have Eddie him? Butler right now going through. Okay. The one and only. <laughs> yeah, I think he used to be a highly touted prospect, but and trying to be a reclamation project with the mm. Cubs. Don't see it really. I've got my Eddie Butler jersey in the mail <laughs> on the way, so. So I think that adding a... High-end starter seems like, and other than it being the only move you guys could make, because you already filled up your bullpen. Your bullpen isn't the problem. It's it's inconsistent starting pitching, and there are a few guys that are on the trade market on bad teams. There's the Chris Archer trades have been, you know, flying. I would, love, I would love a Chris Archer trade. Those have been floating around for a long time. The Chris Archer trade makes a lot of sense to me because he's young. You'd have him for a while. You could build with him, you yeah. know. And then there's Garrett Cole from the Pirates, but he's a little older and his contract's coming to an end, so that's why he would be available. That would be a playoff run type guy, but if you guys adding another ace type I can, I can see him going after like Sonny Gray, too. Sonny Gray, yeah. He's he's had a little he's dip had a, in his production in Oakland, but that's because he's a, he's a hard ground ball pitcher, and Oakland is the worst fielding team I've ever seen in my life. I watched an inning... Of their baseball the other day, just one inning is all I could tell. Marcus Simeon wasn't wasn't making those those highlight plays. No, Marcus Simeon actually dropped a a pop up, and then there was two errors on their third baseman, and they had overthrew the catcher as they the other team scored a run. So it's embarrassing. So maybe Sonny Gray would make a lot of sense because the Cubs have such good 
you know, ground ball defense. In I agree. I like Sonny Gray for the price, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he would definitely be cheaper. Who would you, For these guys, the Cubs would have to give up something. That's, that's a yeah. good point, you know. And who would you – would you give up any MLB talent for these no. – for a pitcher? No. For a run? People are going to throw uh, Schwarber's name around because he's had I – th- I think the last time I looked, he had the lowest batting average in the league that qualified. Oh, yeah. He's – yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's so, playing really bad this year. So that really is something, but – He's got a – he's batting 162. I really wouldn't mind keeping him. <laughs> now, yes, I, I was always, you know, impressed by Schwarber, but he's at 122 career major league games, and he's hitting uh, 207. Yeah, whatever. So, you know, he's not a proven commodity by any means, and you know, he doesn't have Keep the fielding. Him. He seems like a DH. He looks like Fred Funston on the field. Yeah, he <laughs> does. He's he's hilarious watching him in the field, and you know, batting. 162. Some people are talking about sending him to the minors. I think that's pretty stupid because he's a World Series hero, and I don't think that would help his it's ego kind of at all. I think he's just a young kid who's never struggled, and now he's finally struggling. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to get through. Yeah, and he's still hitting homers. He's got nine of them. That's not bad. But as uh, the White Sox, any White Sox fan could tell you, home runs don't mean anything. I we have White Sox. Fans have endured two of the worst 40 home run seasons in the history of baseball. Adam Dunn and Todd Frazier last year. Oh, Todd Frazier, yeah. He hit 40 dingers last year. He was under 200 the whole year. Awful. He would strike out in every big situation and then just hit a home run when we're down seven in the eighth inning. And then he got his home run total up to 40. He has been really disappointing. (laughs) He's a great fielder, great guy. But I oh, do you know him personally? I, I mean, he, <laughs> you yeah. and Todd go back. <laughs> well, he's always get, he's the one getting interviewed because all the other White Sox don't speak very good English. Yeah. So plus nobody cares. Hey, people care about the White Sox. Mm-hmm. We're okay. playing well, decently well for you know. You think they'll they'll trade Quintana this year? Uh, if his value is enough, I could definitely. We have him under control for three more seasons. So I. If his value isn't there, if he's if his numbers are floating around the area now with the four something ERA and not getting any wins, even though he pitched a gem last night against the Tampa Bay Rays, and of course we didn't get the win because we hate to give Quintana run support. But if his value is there, we'd immediately pull Rick Hahn, I think would pull the trigger immediately. But I think if he comes up anything short of what he got for Adam Eaton, which a lot of people consider a steal, we got. Three great prospects that are all very exciting. Then it'll anything, be considered a disappointment for Quintana. If you can get anything like you got with Adam Eaton, you guys are looking pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't think Rick Hahn's going to take less than that though. And I don't. And we can wait on Quintana till the off season next year if he finishes the season strong. It doesn't have to be this trade deadline. We got we're a young team. None of our there's almost zero pieces on our starting lineup that I expect to be there by the time we're good. I mean, Yolmer Sanchez, Todd Frazier, Malky Cabrera, no. I mean, we got to hope Tim Anderson turns around. He's been playing terrible. And Avi, I don't know. I mean, he's having a resurgence, and he should be in the All-Star game. But I saw MLB tweeted out that, like the actual MLB Twitter. Yeah, I'm surprised he gets any recognition, mostly because he's been the definition of mediocre his whole career. Fun little stat, his career war is at 2.9. Um, his war this year, 2.8. Yeah. 
So he has <laughs> he had a point one war, <laughs> a war of point one through his first five years in the league. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, that's the definition of replacement level talent. But now he's you know having a great year. So that's uh, pretty much a good basis of how much we're going to talk about the Cubs and Sox, since we're both uh, huge, huge uh, Chicago baseball fans. Just baseball fans in general. Yeah. And I'm just fans of hot dudes winning World Series. This is why I hate Cubs fans. <laughs> I would this kiss all why. of them on the mouth. I literally hate almost every Cub. I think they're not funny. That's got to suck because they are really likable and really handsome. They're, they're, I mean, some of them are handsome. Um, I wouldn't call them all likable. They don't Just because all the fluff pieces that Chicago media puts out about them. Mm-hmm. And Chicago media mm-hmm. hates I'm the so, White Sox because they're the so, much. so Hispanic. That's, that's the problem. Yeah, well. Uh, whatever. You're just pissed that you don't have a whole team full of hotties. <laughs> I, I guess. Shout yeah. out to Chris Bryant. I know you're a fan of the, of the podcast. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <I'm> <laughs> I think he's married. Or is that he's, Rizzo? He's engaged. Oh, Rizzo got married. Everyone, Why are they all getting they, married and why do I know about it? Because they're <laughs> handsome. They both got engaged know. and Chris Bryant's girlfriend, who I'm, I'm sure is really attractive and super sweet, she's like a six and Chris Bryant's like a 15 and he, that, that makes no sense. Oh, I mean, Rizzo's fiance is pretty he good knew her. He knew her before he became famous. And, Ooh, so romantic. I'm, no, so... I'm I sure mean, he's always been that good looking. Yeah, but... Who, uh, probably, but he's not, he's not like Cristiano Ronaldo good looking where on the street people would stop and be like, oh my God, who is this Greek guy? Yes, he he's, he's the athlete who's also handsome he's because most advice. athletes tend to have messed up faces. It, it, yeah. God, God is cr- you know, cruel like that. For, well, he can't have everything like us. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when you're just blessed with everything, you, you get left with one thing to do and that's make a sports podcast. Man. We made it, Mom. <laughs> this is it. Make sure we don't see our faces. All right. Um, you want to just jump into the NBA Finals? Oh, boy, do I. Oh, it's so exciting, isn't it? I have yet to watch one minute of the NBA Finals. I watched. I tuned in the other night to check the score, and it was a blowout, so I tuned right back out because it is It's so boring. so boring. And they lost my attention when they took 10 full days off between the championship series and the finals. Yeah, game game three is tonight, and game two was like two and a half weeks ago. So <laughs> I I don't remember what happened. I'm pretty sure the Cavs are down two nothing, but oh, they are. It's, it, like Warriors are scoring like 245 points a game, and it like I don't care. I'll see some highlights and I'll get some really cool quotes from LeBron. He's such a piece of shit. No, LeBron, I am such a LeBron. Hater. I think LeBron is probably the fourth or fifth biggest piece of shit on the court while they're playing. He's so annoying. Draymond Green's out there, and he's so annoying. He says, LeBron says things that people take and blow up and make it big. Draymond Green says things that he wants really bad to go up big. LeBron's like, a flip-flopper. He always like posts all this stupid shit on, on Instagram of like a shirtless video about how he like lives and dies for basketball. And then he loses game two, and he says, that, oh, well, at the end of the day, basketball's uh, just a game. Fuck you. You're getting paid $30 million to play this game, so it's your job. Yeah. So, and he's doing it really well and playing harder yeah. than probably anybody on the court. So I don't, I don't have a problem he's with a what bitch. he says off he's a bitch. the court. But Draymond Green going and saying, the Cavs playoff series has been so boring. 
what the hell are you talking about, dude? Your playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> he said that in like the third round of the playoffs while they were sweeping everybody. Like, what a, what a dick. He's, and he's an um, attention whore. And Both these teams just kiss my ass. I yeah. Guess. And the, these are, this Javel is the new NBA. if you're listening. <laughs> I know you are. You are listening. Um, yeah. What do you have better to do? Yeah. Richard Jefferson. I was a fan of him. <laughs> he's cool. There's some, yeah. there's some guys out there I don't hate. Yeah. Kyle Corver's. He, he had some cool years. He's there. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that's that's literally all we have on the NBA Finals. Yeah, so. I mean the Cavs could make a comeback easily. They did it last year. They were down 2-0, then they were down one no game to three. Way. Why? Just because they have Kevin Durant. <laughs> they have Kevin Durant. They're gonna have Draymond Green in all games and. Yeah, but you know, last year the Warriors choked a three-one lead and. Kevin Durant choked a 3-1 lead. So they have so much choking potential on that one roster. It's kind of unbelievable. And it wasn't just the OKC Thunder didn't choke a 3-1 lead to against the Warriors. Kevin Durant <sighs> choked that game. Yeah. I mean, he played terrible. He was awful. So, Man, it'd be so cool to watch James Harden, Russ, and KD oh. on the same team. Yeah, that would be – and it would be such a naturally – a natural super team. That'd be fucking awesome. Which is way more respectable than signing Kevin Durant to the Warriors or. And then I saw that Steph and KD want to take less money. That's so annoying. That is so annoying. But yeah, because uh, Clay Thompson's gonna want all the money. I think. I hope Clay makes all the money. Oh, I think Clay's <laughs> gonna gonna leave though. Is my opinion. Bring, I, bring I think to Milwaukee. <laughs> they were talking. There was trade talks for Jabari. Jabari Parker in the in the off season. Clay, you would be perfect. I know, yes. I know you're listening with, with Javel. I'm sure this newest knee injury is only for Jabari, is only helping his trades value. Oh. Brutal. Bring him. Bring him over. This, we we should, probably shouldn't get into the Bucks because that will just go down a rabbit hole of no return. We're talking about the boring-ass NBA Finals here. We, we sure freaking are. <laughs> um, and actually, that's, that's, that's all I have. That, <laughs> yeah, we can move on. Okay, that was exciting. To the actual exciting championship the nhl final oh here it is. final not the finals no nope, it's recently the stanley learned. cup final um, yes preds came back from a 2-0 deficit pecorine uh is playing really fucking well again um i love games i love watching games at nashville because they show the crowd a ton <laughs> so many hot girls are at these games yes oh my god carrie underwood's there every every game cheering on the hubby mike fisher you got to root for Nashville. Yeah, um, I can't say I've watched a lot of the finals, just, and I want to. I always intend to you know, turn it on, but they happen so fast. That I'm comparing it to the NBA where, you know, oh, I can catch the game, I'll hear about it, and it'll be in two weeks. You know? But the NHL, they play, it's so much more exciting. The games are so much better. Sometimes I accidentally miss and don't get to watch the games because I figured, oh, they just played last night. There's no way they're playing again. But oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! They, it's tied two two. So yes, the the Preds. I'm definitely rooting for the Predators, mostly because I'm a Blackhawks fan, and we were embarrassed by the Predators this year in the first round. So Sweet, man. you know, make us look a little better if we got swept by the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, I so, guess. It, that's just my always the mentality I go went in the playoffs for any of my favorite teams. Whoever we lose to, root for them, unless it's, you know, I hate them. So you're rooting for them because they beat your team, and I'm rooting for them because there's a lot of girls 
So we're huge hockey guys. Yeah, huge <laughs> hockey guys. I also saw, I believe it was the Predators who had catfish and uh, being thrown on the Yeah, because on uh, the rink, game on the one, um, a fan in Pittsburgh threw a catfish on the ice. Yes. Never really got to the bottom of it. He taped it to himself, and it had to smell like total asshole. I, then, I heard they caught him, and they were going to charge, but they dropped the charges on him. Yeah, they charged him with, like, six counts of, like... Dis- it was like... It was like... One was, like, disturbing the peace, disturbing a... There was a, a big one, though. A it was, like, meeting. almost like a terrorism charge, but they, they just dropped it all because hockey people are so much cooler than everyone else. Yeah, if, yeah, <laughs> if, if Pittsburgh charged him with any crimes, Pittsburgh loses all cool points. See, if you throw a catfish on the court in the NBA Finals... You're getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, if you're throwing a catfish in the court, throw it at LeBron, and then he'll have a really cool ca- uh, catfish quote. So, <laughs> all right. Gotta hate him. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I guess we'll move on. Um, um, move on to some uh, off-season NFL news. All right. Uh, just like baseball, me and Jake have two different two different teams. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Bears fan, oh. and. I'm the Packers fan. Which, yeah, yeah. I'm super likable. I can tell already. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's 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 really fun. I'm, um, I'm definitely the less relatable one on this. Podcast, yeah, whatever. But yeah, the, um, let's start. The Bears signed Victor Cruz uh, to add to their list of ten now ten mediocre veteran receivers. Yeah. I, I guess you can't consider Kevin White a veteran, even though he's been around for so long. Oh, God. <laughs> So tired of him. Yeah, you guys got Cam Meredith, Kevin White, Victor Cruz, Kendall Wright. Damn right. And uh, Ruben Randall, aka the worst player in the NFL. <laughs> Coming at you with <laughs> with with Mike Lennon behind them too. <laughs> Mike Lennon. That is, that is such a far cry from the Bears' offense of Jay Cutler, Martellus Bennett, Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey. I, I have Forte. I have a little a little uh, nickname for that that Bears offense. What is it? Monsters of the Midway. Oh, that's a good one. Just came up with it right now. Um, <laughs> we should trademark that. No, no, no. That one's on the house. Okay. <laughs> We're supposed to use it, Chicago. If you want to use it, um, it it's all yours. You know, yeah. fan to fan. When did Greg Olson leave? Because you guys also had Greg Olson. I don't know if you remember we, that. It's a lot of offensive weapons. Yeah. And now you're so now you're looking at bitch. Cam Meredith as your best receiver. That's a that's a big that's a big fall. Yeah, it's not looking too hot. Um, yeah, that's all I got on it. <laughs> well, there's much more on the on the Pretty Bears. Electric stuff. Yeah. I'm 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 just ready to watch a, a two win season and just call it a day. I can I have some faith in the Bears, and by faith I mean I'm a little worried about the Bears winning. You know, seven games this year because they they could they have they have talent, and if they're healthy. They're not. They're not the Jets. Let's just put it that way. The Jets might be the most talentless team roster in the NFL in a long time. Being a Jets fan has to be the worst. Yeah, (laughs) they just. Their their reports that they're going to either trade or waive Eric Decker, which means they're going to waive him. Because who would trade for him, knowing they're going to waive him? That's that doesn't make much sense to me. But now they are down to the Quincy and Nunwa Christian Hackenberg combo (coughs) with. For old Forte and Bilal Powell. Damn. Bilal Powell. Coming at you real hot, New York. <laughs> That's an incredibly boring offense. I, I don't know their second receiver's name. Um, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care enough to even look it up. <laughs> Neither. But uh, So Eric Decker's available for some NFL teams to look at. So is Jeremy Macklin, who was cut from the Chiefs. 
which is another team who doesn't have any receivers cutting a receiver. Doesn't really make sense. They have Tyreek Hill, who I don't even I other than his him being a terrible person and a woman beater, I don't like him as a football player because he's seems like a flash in the pan to me. He's very fast and electric, but I don't think he can be a number one receiver. Remember when Devin Hester was tried to make a number one receiver? How that Jesus that worked? <laughs> that was awful. I can't believe that was a thing. It takes a lot of skill to be an NFL receiver, not just athleticism. Otherwise, they'd go sign the world-class sprinters every year. And that never works. I have another um, crazy hypothetical. Yes, hit me. What if, Le- what if LeBron James played football? Nobody ever <laughs> talks about that. I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever brought that up. No, fuck that topic. I talked about this with my dad. Baseball players who could play in the NFL. Because that's a little more interesting. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is bigger than Rob Gronkowski. He could absolutely be a tight end. He's so big. He is 6'7", 280, bigger than Rob Gronkowski in both those categories. Have you ever so seen that's a, one. Have you ever seen Aaron Judge high-five Didi Gregorius? No, that's got to be he hilarious. The starlin come and get on his knees so Didi <laughs> no. can jump and get Didi his Didi has knees. to go on the bench in, in the dugout that's like up against the fence that's like on stairs, and he has to jump down and give him a <laughs> high-five on the way down. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> well, I love Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is a very exciting yeah, man. I wish he wasn't so likable. I hate the Yankees. Yeah, I see, I hated the Yankees because they were the team that, kind of like how I hate the Warriors, how they would just put their team together. But now they're going to put a new team together, but this time we get to watch them develop all their young talent. Last time, I, Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, all these guys were already around when I started watching baseball. They were already good. I didn't really realize that the Yankees developed so much talent. They did. And now we are seeing them develop Aaron Judge, their catcher, Gary Sanchez. Um, they have the Cubs gave them. Wilbur Torres. Yeah, Cubs gave them the number one for the rental of Aroldis Chapman, who and tried to lose you guys the World Series. No, I mean, that was Chapman Joe, got That was there. Joe Madden. Chip, <laughs> Sorry. Fucking Joe Madden. That was so stupid. Yeah. I hope he won, so who cares? Yeah, everything. He's the greatest. He is, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you can't, you, no reason to dwell on those decisions anymore, but we're talking about MLB players that could play in the NFL. There's yeah. more than just Aaron Judge, and nobody ever gives MLB players credit for being as athletic as they are. Giancarlo Stanton, Ooh. that guy's built. Ooh, he'd, he, be, he'd be a good... Uh, he could be a wide out, I don't know how fast he is. I'm going to go outside linebacker for him. Yeah, a lot of these guys are going to have to play defense because their speed and their strength don't you know like yeah. there's guys like Trey Turner who ran I think he ran like a 37 60 foot down to first which is a, a really fast time to first is a 45 hmm. he ran a 37 which is he's but he weighs like 125 pounds exactly he weighs 100 and I think 70 but there's guys yes he he doesn't need the muscle say he puts on 30 pounds of muscle because that's the sport he decides to play. He's Christian McCaffrey's speed, you know, and, and athleticism. These guys, there's athletes in the major, in the MLB, and people don't give them any credit because they see Pablo Sandoval playing <laughs> and Bartolo Colon. Ooh, those and, are two good guards. <laughs> I, mean, just, I don't think that, no, wait, or CC. All these guys are not, strong tackle, enough, are, me? are not strong enough to play. You give me, you give me these guys fat. in their prime and... They are great off the line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eh, no, because <laughs> they're not very strong. They have a strong arm. They could be quarterbacks. You yes. know, they could be Jamarcus Russell. That's who CC is. Bartolo He's Jamarcus Colon, Russell. Quarterback. <laughs> Colin plays. He was this fat in the back Big of the day. Big, sexy. Colin plays. <laughs> Man. Well, we just found a little uh, retirement 
uh, package for him. Yeah, he's just going to go play quarterback for the Jets. Might as well, right? Yeah. New York loves him. <laughs> New York loves Everyone loves Big Sexy. Um, yeah, so what else you got for the NFL? Um, for Packers news, uh, Haha Clinton Dix, our safety, who is constantly the butt of jokes because his name is Haha Clinton Dix. I don't know if you... Is, it, is his name really Haha? It's Haseen, I'm pretty sure. Mm. People don't like uh, Haseen. Right. It's well, a little aggressive. So they go with, call him Haha. And he, this offseason, yes, Mr. Clinton Dix is, finishes his college degree and is becoming a circuit court judge. Judge Haha, now in session. <laughs> All right. Judge Dix. Judge Dix. Judge Dix. I'm ha, sure. Haha Dix. Haha Dix. Clinton Dix. Sorry, sir, the, the Clinton wouldn't fit on your uh, nameplate for your office. So <laughs> we just give you Haha Dix. Haha Dix, because we're really mature here yeah. in, at, in, in the courtroom. If, if, if there's one thing that courtrooms love, it's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> everyone knows that. Yes, yeah, so how much fun everyone has in courtrooms. Um, yeah, that's all I have for the NFL. Hey, me too. Wow. Wow. We have so much it's like we're going off the same notes. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, and then all we got is some, uh, just some miscellaneous recent news. There's a funny video of... The Rob and Rex Ryan bar fight. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You seen it on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. There, yeah. you see how drunk uh, Rob is because he's like grabbing the guy's face. Rob like always looks drunk though. He True. always looks like he's shit faced. But it's like he's like trying to choke the guy, but he's got his hand on his cheek and he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Why isn't this working? Because he's like so hammered. And then Rex is over there like checking out girls' feet. <laughs> Rex Ryan girls. wearing a Harper jersey. The this was a few days after Harper got in the brawl, so that was ironic, I thought. And, just, uh, just just, guy stuff, you just know. Just a couple dudes being guys. Hanging out with the bachelorettes, getting in, in bar fights, <laughs> sucking on girls' toes. Not having jobs. Robin Rex Ryan, that is. Still millionaires. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm, I like them as coaches. Not Rob, I like Rex. Um, then, recently, Edison Volquez just threw a no-hitter. Which was cool because he was really close with, um, what was his name? Jordano. Jordano Ventura, the pitcher from the Kansas City Royals who died this offseason. And he was also close with Jose Fernandez, who also passed away. And it was on his birthday, actually. It was on Ventura's birthday. Jordano Ventura's birthday, yes. He threw the no-hitter. It was very emotional. Um, he was emotional going out. He had his name written on his hat, and uh, in the first inning, he actually rolled his ankle and was limping, and they almost took him out. Ends up throwing a no-hitter. That's, 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 that's pretty that's cool. cool stuff. Baseball's so cool like that. You'll, you'll get stories every day. Speaking of really cool stories, in Scooter Jeanette <laughs> yeah. Scooter. Had, had maybe the best offensive game of all time. Yeah. He, he... Five for five, four dingers, ten ribbies. Uh, I think he's the first person ever to hit four home runs. And still have five hits in a game? Yeah, four home runs and go five for five. Yeah. Is what I heard. But um, that's really impressive, you know, and he hit 13 home runs last year, so. Yeah, he only had uh, three going into that game. All right, so, so he more than doubled it. Yeah, for, for those of you that don't know, Scooter is not his name. I thought it was his name Funny literally story. forever. He, when, it, when he was about like five or six, he wouldn't put his seatbelt on, so his mom was friends with the cop and like told the cop to pull her over and arrest her six-year-old <laughs> and book him and take him downtown. 
And then when he was downtown, he was scared because, you know, he's a six-year-old child. Yes. And they asked him his name, and he didn't want to give him his real name, so he said his name was Scooter. See, I almost think he's not scared in that situation, and he's actually just, <laughs> he's just a badass. He's just putting his balls on the table. He like, knows. <laughs> he understands that he's in some trouble, and he wants, he's <laughs> getting himself... He doesn't want this to be traced back to him. Just a stone-cold <laughs> six-year-old six coming in there... Getting prison tattoos and joining a gang. <laughs> There's an NFL player, too. Scooter Jeanette, 5'10", 165. Perfect. <laughs> Four dingers. That's, that's a nose tackle if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I think that's a middle linebacker. Dude, yeah. That guy is huge. Yeah, and he just he just made his career there. He had four previous seasons in Milwaukee. He ended up being the starter last year, um, his first year so being a starter, and then he gets moved to Cincy, gets picked up on as a free agent, gets some time. Cincinnati's got something weird with their middle infielders, because Zach Cozart, last year, exploded onto the scene out of nowhere, and then he had a, everyone, he was a big trade value, and then he had a, no one traded for him, terrible second half. Off to the same start this year, Scooter Jeanette, same thing. They, something about their middle infielders, they can hit. Oh, I know. Good job, Cincinnati. <laughs> Great pickup in uh, Scrooge and that. Yeah. Genius. Who's their GM? Theo Epstein Jr.? Yeah. yeah. Scooter Jeanette moves. Classic. Thinking, uh, thinking, thinking five steps ahead there. It's, that's perfect. <laughs> well, that's, that's all I have for my notes. Me too, shockingly. What? What? You got anything else? Uh, no, that's about all I got to say. Watching anything on uh, Netflix? <laughs> oh, Netflix. No, I just finished... Um, Master of None, actually, last Ooh. night. Oh, that was good. Oh, I'm in love with Fran. That was that I was an so emotional much. ending, and that last clip. I guess we shouldn't do spoilers here, but spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Turn off the podcast now. Nothing else interesting is happening. Um, we have no idea how it ends. <laughs> no, we don't even know how to close it out. It's up for interpretation because um, Aziz's character is pretty much uh, ending a marriage. A girl's engaged. Yes, she's <laughs> engaged, and then... And she's perfect, and she's from Italy, and I love her. Yes, and the last clip is just a picture of them in bed, or a little short clip of them in bed together, so... And we have no idea if it's a flashback, or in the future, or if it's a dream. I mean, I wouldn't see him putting it there as a dream, unless he's going to be back for the next season, because otherwise, I believe he's done, correct? He doesn't know if he's going to make a third mm-hmm. one, third season. Yeah, I saw that on... Uh, on Reddit, and someone said he should keep this show going, but with different comedians, and he's just the director. And I think he did such a good job directing this show. That's what made it so good, is his direction and like the emotions that he made me feel. He, he won an Emmy for season one. I, I don't know why. I'm not a big Emmy guy, but... Neither am I. But season two was, in my opinion, much better uh, than season one. Because Fran was in there, and I love her. Fran was amazing. She, she was, was so adorable. Yeah. Man. She was really good. Fuck. I'm so alone. <laughs> I need my friend. Try Italy. Oh, okay. Just go make pasta. Yeah, that would seem like bullshit to me. I'm just going to move to Italy and find this awesome pasta joint to work at. I know. That's super classic. And then make a bunch of really cool friends. That one happens to be a really hot Italian girl. Oh, she's so hot. <laughs> Who loves little Indian men? <laughs> We're finding holes, Aziz. <laughs> yeah. Another big friend of the program. Oh, yeah. We're waiting for your call, Aziz. Um, I'm, I'm actually watching House of Cards right now. Yeah. The new I, season. I need to catch up. I'm a season behind. It's still. pretty intense. 
Um, I'm not that smart, so I get lost a lot. <laughs> yeah. I have to go online and have to read a recap of an episode <laughs> to know what's happening. That's hilarious. So if, if any of you ladies want a really smart guy, you know where to find me. Because um, I, I can barely understand House of Cards. Because I don't know politics at all. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk politics. It's so, un- so upsetting. But yeah, that was... So those are the two Netflix recommendations of the week. Yes, if you haven't seen Master of None or House of Cards, check them out. Check them out. Definitely an original thought we just had. Nobody ever mm-hmm. suggests those. It's definitely not <laughs> the first two shows everybody suggests. You, you ever watch. heard of Breaking Bad? <laughs> I think you should check out this Breaking Bad character. Mm, yes, he's, just, gonna, he's gonna be big. He's 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 misunderstood and uh, brings back fedoras. Yes, that's what the show's about: is the comeback of the fedora. Yeah, the the hat fashion. And, oh, world. and meth. There's meth involved so, sometimes. Yeah, they they bring up meth. So, thanks for joining us for the very first live from the 815 podcast. We would like to thank our sponsor, um, Nobody. Because, as us. usual, um, today's podcast is brought to you by Nobody. Nobody's going to sponsor us yet. So, we are huge sellout guys. We'll sell out for anyone. Yes, we will give spots to any company that wants us to talk good about them. And I can talk about anything. I am holding an East Point ping pong paddle right now. East Point ping pong. It's got two-toned wood handle, a two-toned wood handle with a red stripe, classic red-black rubber finishes on the top. It's absolutely gorgeous. One of the best ping pong panels I've ever used I bet East life. Point's website is crashing from all the visitors right now. <laughs> well, I, that was mostly an that example. Was, so that when, was sold really well. So when Gatorade hears that, that plug, they'll be like, man, I bet you think of the magic he could work with the Gatorade sponsorship. Because that was just a ping pong battle. That was insane. not that big of a fan. Of it made movie. it move. <laughs> like, I have, I have to bend over right now just to make this not awkward. But I just said that sentence, so it is awkward. It is awkward now. Well, that was quite the ending. Yeah. Very electric. Thanks for joining us. Um, that was not very good. It's going to get better. <laughs> it's going to get better. Don't hate us yet, and don't stop. Just believe in. Believe. Yeah, don't stop believing. <laughs> Another original thought coming at you from live in the A15. <laughs> yes, don't stop believing. Uh, all right, well, I love you all. And um, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to check out backupquarterback.org where you can find more content from me, Colton St. Vincent, and Jake at Jake LaRue. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Colton St. Vincent, C-O-L-T-O-N-S-T-V-I-N-C-E-N-T. You can find me on Twitter if you want to, I'm not very exciting, at Jake LaRue 1. Jake, L-E-R-O-U-X 1. We should definitely play Don't Stop Believing" at the end. Don't stop